I can't put in the top three because it's not a song that I know very well from listening to as a song, but it's used in in films a lot. And I think Mm -hmm. it has been in some really iconic scenes and iconic films. Um, All the things she said. (gasps) Tattoo. Tattoo. Oh, bro, I love that song. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast, episode seven. We're in season two, and we're here for another cracker of an episode. And it's 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 February twenty eighth today, February twenty eighth, end of the month. It's the last day of summer. Oh, it's actually quite sad to say, last day of summer. We we move into autumn, and yeah, that is that is a weird feeling. I always find February twenty eighth to be a weird day because it's not a thirty or a thirty one. And we are here. We are bringing you another episode. And I gotta say, James, it is nice to be here with you again. Yeah, nice to be here with you, bro. But that hits hard. I didn't didn't do the the end the whole, of Feb. Yeah, summer's over. <laughs> it's I over. I did go to the beach yesterday, so I'm glad oh, I got, did. You got it in. You got it in. I got it in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, damn, that's really. I'm really sorry, sad. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to hit you that hard. At no, the start of the no, that's okay. Because it's funny, eh? January always just shoots through, and then you oh, forget yeah. that February shows so short, and March creeps up. And you know what I realized for the first time the other day? I've never put two and two together, or in this case, put seven and seven and seven and seven together. Mm-hmm. I've never realized that because February is 28 days and a multiple of seven, that the in February and March, the days of the month are on the same day of the week. I've yeah, never realized yeah. that. That, for yeah. some reason, just that last week, I was like, huh, this makes planning kind of easy because yeah. it all just ends up the same. For some reason, that's never... Never, never worked in my brain. So, um, well, it'd be and it'd be interesting to see how often that actually happens. Like February was a perfect month, like yeah. you're saying. It was Monday to Sunday for four weeks. But I don't know if that's that happens every year, and I don't think it does happen every year. No. Have you ever met anyone that was born on a February 29th? I think there was a kid in my primary school that was, and I always found that so interesting. And that that they were only like what four years old or yeah. something, like three yeah. years old. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. Like the anomaly <laughs> child. <And you're> like, Whoa. <laughs> so when do you do your birthday, bro? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, it's twenty eighth, but that's not your birthday. Oh, that's yeah. not it, man. You you're just so so young. You're another reality. Anyway, um, I'm good. I'm You're good. good. Yeah, how uh, are you? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. Nice to be here on a Sunday. Um, for those of you in New Zealand, you'll know that last night we had a, another uh, Jacinda Ardern <laughs> press conference and change in alert levels and yep. and we're back in the cycle. We're and, back in it. And yeah, it's funny, Matt and I have talked about this and like, do we want to, how much do we want to? update on what's happening and this isn't like necessarily a current event show but it's hard to not be in that mode yeah, where yeah where things are, are changing but it's just this the, the nature of of the weekend and i i think this was different because i don't know about you but last night i was just at home eating a uh, a donut watching the the blues oh. hurricanes game and it all oh. happened and i was like well I guess I'm kind of insulated at home, but I was thinking that last night the amount of people that were out in town. There was a 660 concert on in Hamilton. The, people the boxing were out and was about. on last night. Everyone, you know, 
thousands and thousands of people were out and about, and I just wonder how many people actually knew knew mm. what was going on. But yes, I enjoyed a Saturday <laughs> evening of, of donuts and being inside. So I don't know yeah. how, how your evening was yeah. until nine o'clock. But well, yeah, I, I definitely wasn't one of those people waking up hungover to a completely new uh, world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was uh, yeah I was sitting on the couch watching TV, uh, eating my dinner, and then yep, that little banner across the bottom of the screen, breaking news announcement at nine o'clock, and I was like, well, this isn't good. You know, you know something uh, is wrong when there's a nine a nine p.m. announcement and the prime minister is going to say something because she's the only one that can change alert levels. So when she's speaking, it's serious. Um, but it's yeah, kind of um, like getting that text from from someone that you're you know in a relationship <laughs> with, and like I don't know when you're sixteen to. 20 years old and you get the we need to talk we need to talk that's kind of what the there's a press conference at late at night we need to talk from the government to the country so hey so So, we need um, to talk yeah you've um done some pretty bad things lately yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah anyway anyway we won't we won't roll into that yeah we won't go into that look COVID is here, we're living with it, it's going to be going on for the next little while, and yeah, as everyone knows, I'm in Auckland, I am now in lockdown for seven days, longer than the three days we had last time, so yeah, uh, and I, I the, the weird thing is, is I only have two weeks of work left, mm. so after this week I'm only going to have one work of a week of work left, which is kind of like a blessing in disguise, but at the same time it's also like, you know, Will I be getting money in my pocket this week? So that's, uh, but I- I- anyway, that's not important. That's money, not important. Money. You know what I was going to say just before when I mentioned that I, I went to the beach yesterday, which is mm-hmm. obviously something that you uh, Aucklanders can't do for the next week. Well, I don't know what beach controls are now. If, you know, there was a sunny Friday and people were at the beach. I don't know and how level, they would enforce. And like level two. And level two, how you would enforce that. But, but anyway, my, my story uh, yeah, to tell you is that yesterday I was at the beach and um, for the second time in the space of, I think, two weeks, a uh, friend and I went swimming with sharks accidentally. What the hell? How do you... Ex- oh, well, I know how you accidentally go swimming with sharks, but were there, there were sharks in the in the harbour. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, we, we went around to... Uh, Bay we were at we were at Princess Bay, which for oh, those the people other who side. don't know Wellington, yep. who don't know New Zealand, is kind of a a more secluded. It's not like a beach that lots of people go to, but it can be really nice. It was incredibly windy, and so we made the call within ten minutes. We're like, nah, we're just going to go to Oriental because I quite like a busy beach. I don't know mm-hmm. why I enjoy eavesdropping and people watching and watching, <laughs> uh, like being in an environment where lots of people are having fun. But I know yeah, some yeah, yeah, people yeah. like having a beach where there's not that many people there for whatever yeah, reason that's me maybe yeah. it's the you know the extrovert in me that i go yeah i want to be around people and, and doing all the things and the stuff um and so we went to oriental last sunday maybe um and we just went for a bit of a swim it was maybe like six o'clock in the evening so the water was not super warm but the sun was still out mm. um and i'm the kind of person that when i go to the beach i I will just run into the water and I will dive under and I'll jump back up. I'm not a yep. wade in to me. Like that makes a, no yep. sense. Ooh, get yep. I'm climatizing. Ooh. I'm like, I'm Ooh. just diving in and I'll get that nice refreshing, refreshing splash. And I might be straight onto the sand. Like I'm not, I, get I'm, I don't pretend to be someone that has, you know, massive courage when it comes to cold water. But for me, it makes way more sense to just 
Not get even it having, yeah, not even get have any chance to decide that you don't want to go in. So I did that. And Fran's the opposite. She's sort of a, a wanderer and a waiter. And <laughs> I I uh, dived in and came back up and, and she was like, there was, there was a shark just there. And I went, no, obviously no. not. No. And then <laughs> almost immediately, about five meters away from where we were, it, it, it didn't surface, but I actually did see its, its uh, dorsal the, fin. And I went, oh, fin. yeah, that... That, that is a shark and then yeah there were other people out and swimming and clearly they must not be in an issue i think they've been oriental for quite a while because mm-hmm. the lifeguards weren't you know telling people to surf lifesavers weren't telling people to get <laughs> That's out so of the new water. zealand day eh? yeah and i mean they <laughs> were probably only goes, yeah. i'm going to gesture to you which won't help the people listening but i want to say like 60 centimeters so definitely small enough that you mm-hmm. would go you go that's not a full shark but it's big enough baby. that when it's swimming around you're like well that that is still a shark and it yes. has teeth <laughs> but clearly not an issue because otherwise the uh, surf lifesavers wouldn't you know let people swim in there and then yesterday we went back and we were joking about you know it was earlier in the day it was a warmer day so we were enjoying the water a little more and Fran was joking about oh well I want to go out past where I can stand up to leave some space for the shark to swim around underneath me and then lo and behold, a few minutes after that, one did swim Ooh, right underneath it. And it no. was way bigger than the one the other weekend. Oh like, my like, God. Again, gesturing to you. But it was it was big enough that the the shot of adrenaline or, or whatever, call it fear, call it adrenaline, went through me. And I went, oh, that, that, that's a shark. And yeah, oh I just thought, God. isn't it weird that people pay however many hundred dollars to go and be in, in the cages, cages and, yeah. and sure yes great white sharks are massive and a different mm-hmm, thing but mm-hmm, we're just mm-hmm. just waiting around with sharks and they won't bother us if we don't bother them and the the surf lifesavers that you would think sharks would be one thing where they'd be like no get out of the water but yeah they're like, no it's fine everyone just no, go about it so it's just yeah, a, a few one. a few memorable memorable days at the beach as, as summer summer comes to a wind down but that just Ugh. came into my head then and i was like yeah already i i have a a change threshold on a fear for a fear for sharks because yeah i've done it man i've been out there with them yes or no yes you do it again nah it's done yeah yeah strangely i i would still go swimming at oriental <laughs> no because fair clearly clearly and it also helps when there's lots of other people there because you go well go and nibble on someone else's leg yeah yeah yeah. there's enough yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well uh, the the scary well not scary thing but uh on my playstation there was a game and it was called man eater and you play a shark so you play you start as this little pup a a little small shark and you evolve your way into like a mega um, and you have to like eat other animals and like eat like kill people and stuff like that. So it's like this full on like gruesome kind of game. Very, it was very fun, very short. Um, but you talking about that like I for me there is that I think we've talked about it before the fear of like going into deep water because yeah. I am just freaked out that something is just gonna come and grab me. And after playing the shark game and you talking about a shark going underneath you, I am quite happy to not go underwater for a very long time. So. That's, That's okay. <laughs> Probably more sensible than than any of one else's else's perspective. Um, yeah. That's a lot. That that is a lot healthier. But yeah, it's sort of I guess the relationship with like with bees. Well, we've talked about this before. Yeah, After true. being stung by them a few times, my perspective on them changed, and I think strangely, my perspective with even baby sharks. I would not like to meet a great white 
or mm. you know any other kind of big sea predator like an orca or whatever that would still oh, yeah. oh. not interested in that but just but, start betting you around like a seal that's no, so sad no, no, oh, those no. videos are so sad no definitely not but yeah Swam with the sharks. Tick it off nice. the, the the unintentional bucket list for the week, and and that's probably the most interesting thing that's happened to me in the last hey, in the last seven days. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. More more interesting than what I've been up to in the past seven days. So uh, I give you a tick for that. That's for sure. Um, but hey, moving right along, moving right along, we start moving deeper into the, today's episode. I have a question for you. Oh, um, now as uh, <laughs> as we talk about, you know, we don't want to do current event but yet i'm going to be very current eventing uh eventing that's not a word anyway uh there has just been a mars landing of uh perseverance perseverance has just landed on mars um and it is we've we've had rovers and and things to mars before but this rover is capable of sending back videos and audio so it's basically the next gen of Rover, and uh, I've I've listened to some of the video, uh, the video, the video, and I have watched uh, some some of the listen to the audio. Man, my words are getting all mixed up today, aren't they? Um, and it's freaky. It's a it, it's 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 a really freaky world. We've all seen images and stuff of Mars, um, but in relation to this going on, my question to you is is basically just an, an open wide question. What are your thoughts on extraterrestrial life? Oh, that was not the question that I thought you were going to ask. Um, <laughs> Would you move to Mars? I mean, well, that's yeah, I thought you were going to go <laughs> yeah. down the down the line of the like, colonization, space, colonizing well, not Mars, colonization, but space travel. And does that interest mm. me? And because I'll answer the question that you didn't ask. Um, yeah, space travel. Yes. I have no interest in. It just really? freaks me out. I would never oh, do it. I would. No, no it just it it creeps me out in a way that I would much rather like jump out of a plane, do all sorts of high risk stuff. There's something is, about space that just, is it the unknown, the vastness or the fact that if anything goes wrong, you're dead. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it is. The, it is. The, if anything happens part. to spacecraft, you're dead. Like it yeah. is the vacuum of space. You're dead. There's nothing can save you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get you. I get you. I think probably there's an, there must be an aspect of my personality that enjoys control. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I, my brain just cannot fathom that and the interest in, in seeing the beauty of our planet from afar or anything. Just something I don't I don't need to see. So I do admire people that go out there on the International Space Station and stuff because it's, it's oh, something yeah. that I'll never... I don't think my personality will ever change on, on that. Mm. You, couldn't, you couldn't sit me down and give me a 10-hour lecture on how it's safer to be on that than on a commercial wheel. Like, I don't know, something like war. You're more yeah. likely to die in a car crash than going to, it, it wouldn't matter. Nothing would change my mind. So that's my answer to the question you didn't ask. I didn't answer. Yep. Cool. Um, but I presume you are on the other side of that. Of, of space travel. Yeah. Bro, I love sci-fi. You know, I've played so many video games and it's like, I, if, if I got the opportunity to, I, I would, I really would. Um, am I astronaut material? probably not will I ever be chosen probably not but if i if if there was you know let's say in 60 years and i am still alive a very old man and i got the chance to go up into space whether it was just for a uh like going somewhere or just up there i, I would i i really would i think i've got such a, a fascination of for the unknown and there is just so much out there but i think just where we are right now in humanity we're not capable of going too far 
Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think when, in the afterlife, when I'm looking back at Earth and what we're up to, I'm going to be jealous. Man. Or, or not on Earth. Ooh. <laughs> Could you handle the freeze-dried food, though? That's going to get old pretty quickly. True. I do like food. Eh? Good food. Good proper yeah. cooked meal. Mm. Yeah, not, not a lot of cooking going on yeah, in, true. in space. Although I hope they have those microwaves in like Back to the Future where you just pop in like a little pizza and it dehydrates it and then you get a big pizza, you know? Ah, uh, yes. You know the, uh, the, the famous documentary, Back to the Future... <laughs> E- equally as informative as as the documentary The Martian. That's how I know all, all about Mars, bro. It's just hey, the, the, I know uh, the footage so from true. The Martian. Yeah, I, I I definitely think I'd be able to make my own crop using my own uh, fecal matter. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's, ama- it's amazing that Matt Damon went to to Mars and I can't make a bigger it. deal about it. Eh? Yeah. No. Definitely. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, if celebrities can go, then I can go. Right. Yeah. Surely. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. One day. One day. Um, to answer the question that you did ask, yes, extraterrestrial life, I I think, I mean, I'm I'm definitely in the yes camp. I guess what I'm grappling with here is the size of the universe is just so incomprehensible. Yeah, I remember hearing, I don't know if it's in a song or a story or from a scientist that there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on every beach on Earth, mm. Mm. and for some reason I was in when I was in Coromandel in January, I was lying on the beach and I was just playing with sand in a very kind of philosophical, this reflective way. Galaxy. And I was just going, that is an absurd number of stuff up there. And, and it was because the the batch that I was at in Opito Bay, the first night that I was there uh, was a super clear night, so not very many clouds. And it was a whatever the opposite of a full moon is, a new moon where there is no moon or as minimal a moon as possible yeah new moon yeah yeah and obviously that part of new zealand very little light pollution and it was the most incredible stargazing night i've ever experienced to the point where it was almost scary it was like looking up at the sky in doctor who or or it felt like a a false panorama of the sky because it was so incredibly lit up i think there are parts in wellington where you can get pretty good stargazing, but this was this was next level, and that had me thinking about how much is out there, and just in terms of volume and size, uh, just pr- sheer probability, mm. there has to be stuff out there. Well, that's just it's that. so it's it is so 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 incomprehensibly big that I would consider it almost impossible that there isn't some form of life. Now, I think the question, I think most people probably in that camp, not to speak for you or anyone else out there, but I imagine a a significant portion of of people believe that. I think the, the real question now has become, do you believe that there's extraterrestrial life out there of equal or greater intelligence to us? Yeah. Because I think we probably all believe that there's some kind of micro insect critter all the way to full on i put in quotation marks sort of animals like living Mm -hmm. breathing large size things but then the question goes to intelligence is there an equal race to us or something that is is far beyond us where i'm not so sure but in terms of Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. definitely definitely intelligent life i i i don't know it would seem equally plausible like why would intelligence necessarily be more or less likely to find than than i don't know smaller intelligence life forms um mm. yeah that's where i stand what about you nice no no no. i i i, I hear you and i i'm 
pretty much the same camp in the sense of like my thing is like we can't be the only ones like humans like uh, homo sapiens like we we can't be the only thing in this massive vast whatever space time everything like we can't we can't be the only things um and yeah i i definitely believe that there is like something out there i mean i think they've discovered like um microorganisms in um in certain like in our um solar system uh in some of the clouds i think that was recently just found that they had found like a little microorganism kind of thing which they were saying like well obviously these things can inhabit life even though it is just an organism um a small one um but yeah you're right when it comes to like intelligence and stuff like that you know obviously through history and and stuff like that there's you know big questions and debates about you know who was here first or where these civilizations have come from and you know there's obviously big theories in the sense of the pyramids and stuff whether they are from a from an outer outer world experience or it was literally just slave labor slave labor yeah exactly (laughs) um and yeah i mean movies and stuff that's the thing with like uh, movies and narratives and stuff we can create our own narratives um and you know maybe that is just a sense of we have we've created this narrative that there is something out there but really it is just us but that just i can't fathom that i can't fathom that we're the only thing um and you know whether they whether something has been to earth already i mean obviously we um there's uh six Sector, oh, what's the place in uh, uh, Area Fifty One? Area Fifty One, Sector, Area Fifty One, Sector Twelve, Sector Twelve, yeah, Sector Nine and Three Quarters, um, yeah, and Roswell and all of that. Like you know, there's a lot of theories, and you know, we talk about what do the presidents know that we don't know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think something will happen that will kind of give us the answer of like yeah of course there's something else whether that will happen in our lifetime and stuff like that but yeah you just think of our evolution on earth over you know just earth itself billions of years millions of years you know hundreds of thousands of years the evolution of homo sapiens and things like there's no reason why that that evolution can't happen somewhere else and you know and maybe it's still continuing through and going through its evolution or whatever or yeah i don't know and you know there's that big theory that are we just an experiment of an alien race you know i i I like that one i like to think that you know they've created this earth they've kind of put us here over you know thousands and millions of years and they're kind of looking at us now being like hmm they are destroying it maybe these aren't the species we want to have um and then they'll just come and be like yep failed experiment boom and done uh or it could just be your truman show bro bro your truman show and the the release of the film the truman show could have been someone's way of trying to alert you to the truman show or be an experiment as to even if you saw the truman show and have that be played out in front of you would that be enough for you to question your own existence could be maybe i'm part of that i might not even know that i'm part of that but i might be programmed to ask you that on the specific day to see how you respond to it <laughs> enjoy that with your sandwich at lunchtime <laughs> it's 
it's you know it's freaky it's freaky but yeah i mean that's i i definitely think there's something out there what it is no idea will i ever know probably not probably not and i probably think not. coming to grips with that is is a positive thing to say you can imagine that that life forms could be out there but we don't need to know no, necessarily exactly. it's um, not going to affect me unless yeah. I, like i said they come to earth and destroy it yeah but. Yeah. But, I mean, pop culture is so fascinated with it, isn't it? Everything from, say, a Star Trek or a Star Wars, which takes place in a world with many different creatures over many mm. different planets, over many different star yeah. systems, or or stories set on Earth in a far more here and now type way about discovering stuff out there. Yeah. We just have a fascination with it. And oh, much in the same way as sports last week, I think the unknown yeah. and extraterrestrial yeah. life forms is such an easy way to to tell stories because your your scope is infinite. Exactly. You just you can tell whatever you want and no one will ever say, Hey, that's that's not realistic because the whole point is is the fascination. Mm. Um in a similar way to the, the sands grains of sand on the beach. A few years ago I was at a I can't remember what it was called, but there's a science museum in San Francisco that's about, it's kind of a hands-on science museum. So it's not seeing stuff. It's kind of designed for you to go and play and experiment to, to see how physics works and understand, you know, gravity and, and the way that sound travels. And they had their, I think Thursday nights was an adult only night. And it's honestly one of the most fun things I've ever done. I went with a friend and there were no, under 18 so it's just a bunch of adults playing with stuff. It's like science toys and things that's sick and i went for a to listen to a talk for an hour where someone was there's some kind of software on the internet that's freely available i, I don't know what it's called so I, I won't try and plug it but whether it's from nasa or some kind of uh space um programming type thing you can access the up-to-date I guess the equivalent of Google Earth, but for space. Ooh. Someone's uploaded that online and it's f- public domain for whatever reason, I think, because space is considered kind of everyone's property. Yep. And you can sort of scroll around in the same way that you can explore Earth from Google Earth. It's kind of what we have based on the satellites that scroll outwards. And I'll always remember them, whoever was doing the talk, showing where we were in relation to the planets around us Mm -hmm. and just doing the scrolling out process, sort of the opposite of when you look at the earth and you scroll in to to find your house. And it was, uh, this was the best way that I'd ever been shown in a, in a visual capacity, just how small earth is in comparison to even just the surround stuff around us, not Mm. even the the far and wide stuff and, Mm. and then just pulling out and pulling out and pulling out and pulling out and kind of the 2d computer plane that we're used to was just it was mind-boggling yeah that i think that day was really when the penny dropped i was like wow <laughs> there's like forget the moon forget mars yeah yeah just it's infinite infinite out there and i'm not really sure that our brains are, are capable of of processing that we we try to and we try and and figure it out in a certain way but yeah i, I don't think we can fathom that when we think about going to the supermarket and what am I having for lunch and oh, going for a 5k run is really long. Our sense of, of space and distance isn't mm. really programmed to deal with, with that. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. That's freaky. That's Great question freaky, though, yeah. man. That's that Thank was such you. a, 
I, I had seen, I'd done the, the very quick 360 spin around of the surface, uh, but yep, I didn't yep. realize that there were videos and, and audio available. So I'm definitely yeah, going to well, seek that out. Yeah, that's that's the new capability of this thing is that it can not, not necessarily live feed, to back to nasa but like it can it can give them a a feed i don't know what the delay is or anything like that or how the satellite work and stuff but yeah they can get a a feed from the rover as it's as it's roaming around so uh watch out for bigfoot everyone i mean imagine imagine if that happened next week yeah oh no i know forget covid like that story would take would would take well i'll never say forget COVID. obviously that's said in jest but we're off to mars that would take over like nothing else just oh, it would be a, it would be the down. moment in history that's like that you know it, that begins it all that would be a good topic for us one day to talk about moments from our lifetime that we think will stand out as historical moments you know in a mm. hundred years that we, that, i feel yeah i feel like i don't think we have had that many but i suppose maybe you're always within your own timeline always learning about the history of things you didn't experience that the yep. things you do experience just seem a part of 2014 or 2018 yeah, true. and maybe at some point if we if we actually broke down 1995 to to the present how many significant events we think there have been in comparison to say the moon landing or yeah you know the world wars whether they be positive or negative yeah, we'll, still yeah, that yeah. Away. we'll still that away from yeah, time. Still, yeah yeah of course yeah nice you don't get any more today, space folk. At some point, <laughs> you you will. But yeah, there's definitely something out there. Mm. What it is, maybe just zebras that are slightly different color on yep. a different planet, and they only eat dust. Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Rocks. Rocks. Dust. All the nutrition you need. Wow. Good anyway, anyway. <laughs> moving right along. We move on. We, we move, move on, on to the next section. <laughs> we move on to the next section. And it's we're back again to, to the music corner. Yeah. Where this week we're going to take a look at, at something completely different. Uh, last time we were we were here cozied up in, in the band room that is the music corner. We took a look at the evolution of music technology from cassette tapes to gramophones to cds and discmans to to vinyls the resurgence to online endless spotify streaming and this week we're i guess taking a another taking trip a, down memory yeah. lane but mm-hmm. not in mm-hmm. a technological sense in a pure music that was released since and i feel like a an informative part of our upbringing with music was the development of the i don't know what you would call it uh, who uh, we'll, we'll get into this once we've we've revealed it but mm-hmm. the development of playlists mixtapes of our time i think we were a little bit too late for the kind of cassette tape mixtape yeah i think that was yeah, probably yeah. a little bit before us but just before. i would say our main introduction to the concept of a playlist and multiple artists on the same thing was the popular and still ongoing cd series now that's what I call music. Oh, 
I don't know who was behind this, and I could look it up, but frankly, I can't be bothered. Do you do you have any insight? Is it some record company? Is it just some independent label that somehow pays all the artists to put their stuff on a CD? I've honestly never thought about it. Until, yeah, I, this would be good research to do before no, the show. No, very but true. It didn't happen. No, I must admit, I did pop onto the old uh, Wikipedia uh, before oh. coming on here, um, and I completely skipped over that part on where it uh, originated. But all, all I know is that, like now that. That's why I call music is done completely different in other countries. Yeah. You know, like we've got, uh, you know, this UK, US is Europe ones and, you know, and things like that. Every, not every country, not every country does it, but a lot of countries have their own. Now that's what I call music. And it is their playlist for, you know, it's kind of like the US top hundred, like billboard kind of thing. Um, whereas this is in a CD form. And in New Zealand, we have obviously had uh, our own. Now that's what I call music. And every country kind of released them differently. Some countries did like one a year or something like that. Um, But here in New Zealand, um, we actually did about two or three um, a year of now that's what I call music. So kind of seasonally, well, not seasonally, not four, but yeah, kind of try throughout the year that we would release a new now that's what i call music um so yeah i, I to be honest i don't yeah once again don't know the origin uh s- s- slap myself on the hand for that's right wh- where yeah, that we'll came put from a note down for doing more more research but you're more definitely research. right because yeah, i've looked at now albums in other countries and they have like 50 songs on them i think yeah. our one sat somewhere of kind it's of like between 18? 15 and 20 yeah 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 and yeah. i guess it's just however many songs were popular that year and how many you could fit onto a cd but there have definitely been times in my life where i've gone on what i thought were new zealand now that's what i call music short term is now and we're just going to scrap the that's what i call music because yeah you probably can't be bothered saying it for the rest of the the segment <laughs> now 20 or now 12 or this was just on our minds and we thought you know what would be really really fun would be to go through some of the classic periods of of now i mean i don't know about you but i I think i haven't listened to a a now playlist mixtape for probably at least 10 years i think they're into the 60s now for new zealand but really the peak period from a a year of listening i would say would have been 2002-ish to mm-hmm. 2009-ish. Nine, yeah, I that, agree. I mean, when we were age 7 to 15, let's say, mm. arbitrarily, and we thought, you know what would be fun would be to split up some of the classic Now albums, go back through, see how many bangers there are, find oh. some songs that we haven't listened to in ages, find some songs that have stood through the test of time and are still on the radio and reflect and say that one really, really, really lasted. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe argue a little bit about what we think the best song from certain <laughs> albums are. But in planning this, we were a little bit confused because I made the suggestion, well, let's do now, uh, I don't know what it was, 15 like to... Like four, 14 to yeah. 23, I think. Yeah, like I suggested uh, a year bracket and it was only after that that we realized that 10 years had a lot more than 10 albums so mm. we we backtracked a little bit and we decided that we'd take a little a peek behind the curtain at now 10 to now 19 mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i think covers 2004 to 2007 Two, no 2002 to 2005 oh 
Oh, it must be no 407 was what we were going to do. Well, that's what we two, were going to do. Yeah. 2002 to 2005. And I have the great honor of doing now 10, now 12, now 14, now 16, and now 18. Matt has the pleasure of 11, 13, 15, 17, and 19. And with the exception of one album, because Matt was a little bit naughty and got I the wrong... Did a- I did a boo boo. You did a boo boo, and I, I wrote down the wrong. I just I was in the wrong playlist, and I did my selection and everything. And then it wasn't until after I was like, "Wait, I'm in the wrong playlist." So I have ruined the first one for myself. That's right. It's well, soft open with ten, which we both know. With the exception <laughs> yeah. of ten, the other nine albums, uh, the ones that we haven't done, I have absolutely no idea what's on them. No, neither. And I'm equally excited to share with you the gems on my five, mm-hmm. but also I know that there are going to be some absolute stellar hits on yours that i'm gonna go damn i wish that was on mine but we should we should dive in let's just do it yeah man so, i'm excited as i said i had the pleasure of of now 10 one that we know that you you have yes uh some insight into <laughs> and i've got to be honest of the five that i had i really found that now 10 was was the album that lacked for me That's all so of sad. the other ones <laughs> No, you're not meant to know, so you're not I allowed mean, to what? fight me on Oh, it. really? Oh, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, the other four, I had sort of six to eight tracks, and I really mm-hmm, struggled mm-hmm. to kind of find a top three and a, and a favorite song. And we should say we're going to pop on uh, some excerpts from our favorite song from each album. But yeah, Now 10 for me just didn't, it didn't really pack a punch. I don't know if at this period in 2002, I was off gallivanting somewhere, or I just don't remember some songs as fondly, but I only have three key songs from now 10 and my my first honorable mention is the song amazing by alex lloyd a song that i only discovered in the last uh, few years because it's in the four chord song yes it you is in the, the four chord, the four chord I song the four chord which was song, an right. absolute moment from yep. i don't know 15 years ago where this this band had this kind of comedy gig act where they were like every every famous song ever written is just these four chords which i think is c g a minor f for the record anyone who's sitting listening with the guitar play the four chord song um and this song amazing by alex lloyd i'd never heard until the four chord song and i stumbled across it some years ago um can you hear it in your head uh yes yes you are amazing yeah 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 and we the amazing things also buckle up for some really yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing in a few because we're only excerpting excerpting the best from each album (laughs) um my second honorable mention which i did have as my number one because it's my favorite song from the album but i don't think i can put it as the kind of best song Mm -hmm. that has stood the test of time okay uh is superman by five for fighting by f- mm, okay can you can you hear it in I, your head? Yeah, i i've i've listened to mm-hmm. that yep yep yeah uh, just i remember singing that song for a long time years after it came out it was one of the songs that i was like i could play this on guitar and i could sing it and but it doesn't stand up to what i think is the number one song from now 10 both in it's iconic nature the way that people still sing it and it just has really really stood the test of time i see matt throwing up some prayer symbols because you know (laughs) you know it's either what you what you think it is or it isn't um we'll we'll reveal the title of it after we've listened to it but in my opinion the number one song from now 10 
is this. Take my breath away, Matt. Oh. It is, of course, the hit song "Hero" by Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> it's just an absolute it's so good <laughs> belter of a ballad. And I had it at number two because I really, really like Superman by Five Fighting. But I listened yep. to it and I thought, no, so many people know this song, and I feel like this—the word "hero," like this song has a place within the canon of that of that word and yeah, i don't know why yeah, yeah. i mean it has it has almost 400 million hits on youtube which is quite a lot for uh, quite an old song yeah and uh, i don't know if it's current or has always been a fundraiser type song but it's currently a fundraiser song and i don't know was that what you thought i was going to play because this is the uh, only time we get to do it because yeah we don't... no uh, it wasn't it wasn't um yeah i've I, i've got a i've got a chuck in i've got to chuck in a few other ones in the sense of um uh, Murder on the Dance Floor, Sophie Ellis Bextor. I don't know why, but for some reason I had like such a... I, I just love that song. And it was on the TV all the time as well. Like you kind of like juice kind of uh, to things. Anyway, that was one. Gotta Get Through This, Daniel Bedingfield. That's, that was my that was actually my study song, song at uni. Oh I'm gosh. not even kidding. I would put that on just to kind of psych myself in the sense of just get through this, bro. Um, Smooth Criminal, Alien Ant Farm. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, ah, different, different, different line of music. Anyway, ready, ready, ra. Um, No, my, my top, my top for, as you said, this is the only time we can do this. My top for that one was actually, uh, How You Remind Me Nickelback, bro. This is how you remind me of Anyway, I used to sing that song all the freaking time. So, uh, uh, Hero was my second, and those two were literally battling it out for what I was going to put at top. But I did go with How You Remind Me, because I just feel like it's that kind of meme factor now, obviously, and no one ever really liked Nickelback. But for me, back then, I could quite easily uh, listen to it. I mean, not to dive into a sick tangent, because we honestly don't have time. We do have 10 rooms to get through. We do have to get through. But I am not part of the Nickelback hate club. I've never understood it. I wasn't a huge fan of them, but because I wasn't a huge fan of them, I also didn't understand the hate. But a few weeks ago, we were driving back to Brooklyn, and what did we put on the car? I'm doing standing in line, the clubs will never get... (laughs) Like, I think Nickelback's fine, but I think Hero is a better song. Okay. If Hero came on the radio, I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll sing along to this. Yeah. But that's it. Now, Ten, you've had your time. The one time that we know what's coming, let's move into you with Now Eleven, because I have no idea what was on this album. Nice. Cool. Yep. Now Eleven. 2002 um a few yeah a few of my kind of standouts uh and no particular order because i really did just run through the playlist uh round round sugar babes 
bit of a bit of a you know, round round baby round round, 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 round gotcha yep me. yep yep that one yep it's just it's, it's for listening back to these songs i was like crap like nostalgia value i can hear and it really does take me back uh the ketchup song oh yeah. uh last ketchup is that a hair uh can't get you out of my head kylie minogue oh um yeah. yeah great um this is already um, better than now 10 yeah i know uh the tide is high atomic tide kitten yeah atomic kitten has a big moment through all of these yep. albums yeah so true um you know what throw it back to nz get some sleep big runger yeah you know take me back early 2000s um now living stacked yeah bro a thousand miles vanessa um carlton uh that many years ago i thought that came out in like 2012 no that was that was back then 2001 i believe it was released um without me eminem curtain call album I have such an affiliation with that album, me and my cousin Felix. He got it for Christmas one time, the explicit version. I don't think his parents realized it was the explicit, and me and him would listen to that thing all the time. Eminem, Curtain Call, such a good album. Um, and then also, once again, Sophie Ellis, Be- Big Store again, uh, Get Over You, d- d- kind of a little behind the curtain uh, one. But anyway, I just remember her throughout all that time. Um, but nonetheless my favorite song and choice top choice of now 11 is needless to say the beast was stunned a whip crack went just from my tail and the beast was done he asked us Tribute, Tenacious D. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I have uh, played the song, sung the song, uh, performed the song. Actually, I remember I was at a camp and I performed the song with someone. Uh, and I, 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 I love Tenacious D. Now, look, as as it says, you know, it's it's not the greatest song in the world. You know, that was not the song that they played to the devil that day. Um, but I just have. Yeah, I have such a love. I know the whole, like all the words. I can sing it right from the start to the end. Um, and I, I love Jack Black. I've always, I've always loved Jack Black, uh, Tenacious D. And that is my uh, top choice of now eleven. Shocking, not 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 shocking as in a shocking choice. Just not what I expected at all. Because you know what? And I knew this would happen. <laughs> I've basically never listened to Tenacious T. Oh, the first 10 so seconds sad. came in, I was like, what? What uh, is this? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure I, I think I've heard this song before. And I, I know the sound of Tenacious T. Jack mm-hmm. Black, obviously brilliant actor, musician. But that's just one of those songs, bro, that I have Flew no under the radar. history with. Yeah. Like I'm looking, funny, at, I'm looking at Now 11 now and 
I can't believe you didn't mention In My Place by Coldplay. Because to me, yeah. that might have been number one. <laughs> yeah, this no, is the I, thing about music. We think exactly. we all listen to the same stuff, but, but for whatever reason, different songs just hit yeah. on completely different levels. You're so right. No, you are. You're so right. Honestly, I was going through all of those, but as you said, for me, the songs that I mentioned just hit me a little bit more than that. I never really had a big affiliation with Coldplay. Yeah. Um, it's not that I don't appreciate Coldplay, but I just it was never really a big thing for me. But for me personally, Tribute was such a big song for me growing up, and it still is. So yeah, it is. It's funny. Music's funny like that, man. Music's and funny you, like that. You get to you get to choose whatever you want. I would say. Thank you. And now Thank ten, you. I, I I didn't pick my favorite song, but I think I picked the one that that is probably one of the most generally beloved yep in this case you. i'd probably argue that it was something more personal to you but True. i'm sure we're going to find across these 10 albums there's going to be at least a couple that i think are the most meaningful to both of us and we reckon it and I mean, we just reckon wait till now 16 now okay, 16 okay, okay. i'm so sure that you'll you'll be in, in full <laughs> agreement with me but Yo. we're not there yet we're, we're not into, there yet into now 12 and a playlist that you know nothing about <laughs> uh i should also say now 11 definitely a better album than now 10 i'm more yep. than happy to to give that over based on the list of songs you you gave that was just full full of yeah chocker full of hits but into now 12 uh definitely definitely an album that i, I think had a wider array of 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 tunes of bangers mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. some of my my honorable mentions are one love by blue Ooh. Mm-hmm. One love, you know, like just mm-hmm. I could have sang more of it, but I was worried no, I about get, botch, I, botch, I botch the lyrics. Um, <laughs> again, more Bikrunga, something good. Yeah, just Bikrunga. This time. is peak her, but, yeah, but exactly. I don't think it can be, and even in the top three, because we liked it because it was a New Zealand artist. Uh, yeah, true. Um, another honourable mention, which I can't put in the top three because it's not a song that I know very well from listening to it as a song but it's used in in films a lot and i think mm-hmm. it has been in some really iconic scenes and iconic films um all the things she said <gasps> tattoo tattoo oh bro i love I that song so i clicked on the song oh. and i was like who who i didn't recognize the art i didn't mm-hmm. recognize the band name mm-hmm. and I, I i skipped because this is what i did with most of them i just skipped to the middle because we didn't have time to listen to a hundred and well, I guess a hundred odd songs. Mm. Well, I presume you didn't listen to every song all the way through. And I found skipping through to the middle was often yep. an effective way of being like, whoa, this is the song. And for some reason <laughs> I just hit the chorus from this and I was taken to like, yeah, probably love actually first. I was like, whoa, it's this song. <laughs> um, great song, but, but great definitely song. more known for me from the way it's been used in some, some great films. Yeah, um, I like the music video. If anyone doesn't know the music video, go watch the music video. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. Uh, rounding in the top three uh, is In the Club by 50 Cent. Oh, In the Club. Dun, dun. Again, like not necessarily the most catchy full song, but every if it comes on, oh, it has our generation, like yep. we, we're like, oh, this song. Yeah, exactly. Um, a personal favorite that I've put at number two, I don't think it's the number one song, but for me, I love Robbie Williams and feel by robbie oh, oh I, i'm there just i I'm just there. want to feel real love. absolute tune but it's not oh. the number one i'll be interested to see what you think about this because i okay. think this is a beloved song but I, I don't know if i've i've made that up maybe right. it's not 
My number one song from Now 12 is this. You took all the trees and put them in a tree museum And charged the people a dollar and I have to see them No, 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 don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking lie is of course Big Yellow Taxi featuring Vanessa Carlton and Counting Crows. Uh, I must admit, I botched the part of the excerpt that I was listening to, so I spent that entire time watching you listen to the song, watching you mouth the lyrics, and so I can know by you mouthing the lyrics that you clearly know it. I clearly know it, yes. Big Yellow Taxi. There's something about that... And like, there was a certain stage in our life where we were like, yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Till There's it's something gone. about the philosophy of that song that has always uh, slapped, as it were. Um, yeah. Big Yellow no, Taxi. Good choice. Thoughts? Good choice. Yeah, no, good choice, man. It's honestly, it's one of those songs that I feel like it's easy to forget. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, in the sense of grow, growing up and what music we used to listen to, it was, it's easy to forget that song. But when you played that and it was in my ears, once again, I knew the lyrics, you know? Like, it's something I haven't listened to in ages, but I know the song. And I think that's the great thing that music can do. It can. It can transport you. It can take you back and just kind of bring all of these things back. Um, no, good choice. I'm, it, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. It definitely hasn't stood the test of time in the same way that some uh, some songs are still True. being played on the radio at the moment. Yep. But I yep. think it's one of those songs that if you played it to someone of our generation, they would go, oh, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. So True. Now that's now twelve for me, man. Nice. I think probably now eleven. If we're to do this this improvised ongoing running thing, mm-hmm. I've got to say I think now eleven was still impressive, and I'd probably go eleven, twelve, ten. But okay. definitely going through te- uh, through twelve in comparison to ten, I was like, there are some absolute tunes nice. here. So nice. That's now twelve. Well, I am about to absolutely hit it out of the park with now thirteen because this album was freaking ridiculous. Um, yep, now thirteen. 2003 a lot of the tracks from 2002 um oh uh, once again in, in no particular order because all of them are just really good um uh beautiful snoop dog pharrell um i can't i would listen to it i can't i can't hear the tune right now because i've got all of this music in my head but great song um where is the love black eyed peas crazy in love beyonce jay-z hey ya outcast now that i i've i've mentioned it so it's not my top but wow. that i know but that is that isn't uh, in the top three that it oh well no like i said no particular order, no particular I, order. I haven't i haven't a particular order that but i will say that that was um fighting for the top for sure uh right there chingy all right there oh 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 two anyway it takes me back um something beautiful robbie williams um once again someday nickelback i have written that down because once again nickelback for me back then i was listening to you um kiwi shout out verona lmnop 
Mm. Um, just a, another another classic element OP. Um, and yeah, I, I would say this song was definitely fighting for the top spot because of its uh, value to me and my upbringing and also a big shout out to my mum as well in the sense of she absolutely loves this song. Um, and that's Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. Uh, you know what's really funny about this song is at some point, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but at some point Spotify accidentally added that song to every single playlist <gasps> I have on Spotify. Wow. And I also have a playlist that is just that song like 30 <laughs> times. And I don't know what, what happened. Maybe I'm happy to say that maybe I did it accidentally, but that's the only relationship I have with that song now is it's the song that's scattered through every single playlist that, that invaded I have. your and Spotify. Anytime that I go on a playlist that I haven't played since then, I'm like, why is bring me to life on this song? So <laughs> nice. No, Hey, I I'm, I'm all for that invasion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, a big affiliation. Me and mum used to listen to her all the time. She absolutely loves Evanescence. So, uh, but it's not my top mum. Sorry. Um, oh, this is such a good song. Uh, my number one choice for now thirteen is. Like to fly, that's how my queen should ride. But you still deserve the crown. Well, hasn't it been found? Mama, listen. Senorita, I feel for you. I feel for you. You deal with things that you don't have to do. No, no. He doesn't love you. Tell by his he don't love you, baby. But you can feel this real love. Feel if you just make it right. Senorita, Justin Timberlake. I remember listening to the song in the car a lot. It was on the radio all of the time. Um, I, I, to be honest, I actually think I might have had this now thirteen album because all of these songs uh, have a big impact on me. So it must be in imprinted in my brain um but yeah senorita justin timberlake obviously you know there's that big moment at the end of the song and it's like uh you know to the to the fellas to the ladies i don't know what i feel about really leaving with you it just every part of the song hits and it's 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 early justin you know we love early justin um and yeah senorita what what do you think of that I mean, it's a bop. You, I don't know if you're watching me, but I was, I was, oh, oh, you I was, having, a little, you I was having a little dance. Um, again, something that I think is is a classic, but I've got to, but not, I've got to say, not you're hey, like, uh, top, yeah, no, fair, to fair, that, fair, that, fair. Hey, and again, there's no wrong answers on this. This is all personal. No, it's all personal. But going on, and actually, I, I haven't, oh, I have to bring up the old, the old Spotify playlist. Having Hey uh, on there. I would just say is probably well. It's like number one top. on the playlist. So, oh, well, it's at the it's top. It's the very of the, first song. It's on funny the how they do that. There's a, yeah. there's been a few of mine coming up where the top two songs were pretty big. I mean, Crazy in Love's also pretty huge. Yeah, um, definitely. 
yeah, that's a it's a pretty good pretty good album. I don't it's think very it's good. the best so far. You don't think it beats I, ele- uh, eleven? Nah, I think I think eleven from a pure volume of songs. Mm, I think I get like, you. really really hits it. I'd say okay. Hey R for me is probably a ten in terms of mm-hmm. nostalgia, the way that mm-hmm. it's played at every flat thing that Everything. we would still go to. But I can't fault you on having Timberlake at the top, man, because because we love a bit of Timberlake. We love a bit of Timberlake, and that that was peak <laughs> peak him. Yep. Um, would you would you in your rankings put thirteen above eleven? Um, th- there's part of me that that would, but I mean, like, uh, you know, like a, th- a thousand miles can't get you out of my head. Like even the ketchup song kind of thing. Yeah, it is definitely kind of is is there on top honestly i'd probably put them even for me at the moment maybe okay. 11 and 13 that's yeah. fine that's fine yeah i think they're both sitting at a top uh 12 and 10 but we'll move into 14 because yep. 14 i think we're really starting we're really starting to okay. warm up in we're the numbers 14 there's a lot of i had five for me that were at the top in terms of any of them could have competed nice. some of the honorable mentions are here without you three doors down oh one of those songs that I couldn't yep. tell you that Three Doors Down was the artist if this song came on the radio. I I don't know any of other of these songs, but... And I'm here without you, baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That, is, that is a song that anyone from our generation would know that chorus. Just sad songs. A lot of the now songs are, are sad songs. Um, Milkshake by Callis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. By Milkshake's mm-hmm. Bring... All, bring the boys all the boys to the yard mm-hmm. yep. for we are using great alternative milk uh there's great vegan ice cream involved <laughs> obviously not a thing back then milkshake honorable mention uh an honorable mention for a song that i don't think it, like, i don't think it's that good but i think it's kind of iconic uh sign seal delivered blue stevie wonder oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that's an iconic song definitely just to have been released that year but my top two are the top two songs on the track listing. And coming in at number two was Shut Up by the Black Eyed Peas. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Just uh, just that elephant period of Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, and, yeah. and much like Atomic Kid, they're spread throughout these albums. Mm. Um, but it doesn't take number one. Ooh. For the number one song, in my opinion, from now 14... As one of the, I'll give you this tiny little spoiler, as one of the iconic SingStar songs. <gasps> and it is this. I think I know it. Superstar by Jamelia, one of the, the, the original Singstar yep. bops. 
Yep. I might even call it the SingStar song. I'm sure there's some other ones out there, but I associate this song with when SingStar was huge. That was the thing. Oh yeah, it was. And like, it's just so uplifting. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know why. I think it must have been on on one of those original SingStars, maybe SingStars classics. Or I can no, visualize I me singing this song with a SingStar like in different places in my life. Like there's yeah. a, a holiday that I took at some point where there was like a kids club and I can remember singing the song here. And I don't remember anything else about that holiday, but superstar as, as a song, I think is just absolutely timeless. You don't really hear it on the radio anymore. It's not one of the ones like, Hey, are that we necessarily play, but man, does it just take me back to that specific period of childhood? Oh yeah. No, I, I, I'm right there with you. My, um, my big uh, claim to fame there with that song is obviously it's called Superstar. Um, I remember once I did get a superstar ranking on SingStar singing that song. So oh. uh, it, it definitely has a memory for me. I remember it. It goes all the way to the top. It sparkles gold, superstar. Sing, man, SingStar was just one of those things, eh? And I mean, I think for a lot of these songs, it is that kind of that memory and feeling of it. But that song in particular, SingStar all the way you brought it up you mentioned it i was a superstar amazing amazing uh <laughs> as a whole the album again i don't think it competes with 11 and 13 i nah, think it's, i agree i think it's my uh my favorite of the the, the three that i've done so far i think yeah. it tops 12 and 10 but as a number one iconic song that most of us have forgotten about unless we hear it i think superstars right up there yeah but, no, I totally yeah. agree. I'm yeah, I'm rolling through that album now, and you definitely hit the ones that hit me on first glance for sure. Nice, nice. Yep. Yep. On to fifteen with you, sir. On to fifteen now. Fifteen, two thousand and four. Um, yeah. Once again, uh, I, I mean, a few little, few little lovely, not lovely. That's the wrong word to use. Bangers. They're just bangers. Um, once again, in no particular order. I haven't ranked these. Um, take your mama, scissors sisters. Um, I Miss You, Blink-182. Saving the World, Brooke Fraser. Once again, just putting Brooke Fraser in there because it was just that that naughty's vibe. Brooke Fraser, Bikrunga. Um, Black Eyed Peas, bringing it in once again. Hey Mama. Um, Hey Mama. mama. Anyway, um, Naughty Girl, Beyonce. Um, I, I got Fast Crew. It was on that ad on TV, um, and I got, and I rock, oh yeah, and I got, clap your hands, and, oh, and I, yeah, anyway, that was on that album, uh, so definitely chuck that in there. Um, for a, another song that is kind of big in my memory, mainly because of the music video, um, is Taylor, Jack Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I just remember the music video so much because Ben Stiller's in it, yeah. And it's Jack Johnson directing Ben Stiller in the music video for the song Taylor, and it was this kind of fourth wall meta kind of ruddy ruddy rah. But yeah, I, I that was a big time on where I would, uh, still am and was a big uh, Ben Stiller fan. Um, so yeah, Taylor Jack Johnson. Um, another honourable mention for a song that I just completely forgot about until I listened to it. If you are B, Frankie. Now that's the um, fuck you right back. Um, man, how's the song go? And it's like, uh, I can't remember the 
the lyrics. I, I, I advise you to listen to it after and see if it has any recollection to you. For people oh, well. that are listening, if, if you have any recollection to you, it's just one of those songs from the noughties. Um, but it wasn't a big one. Anyway, uh, my my now look, once again, might not be the best song on the album, James, uh, but it means a lot to me. Um, and, uh, you know, once again, a lot of people might have a few memories of SingStar with it once again. Oh, yeah. So my top choice for now 15 is... I want to kiss you every minute, every hour, every day. You got me in a spin, but everything is okay. thing called love darkness oh, i i love this once again really big uh sing star song yeah, for me. there's something about sing star and us hikey that just yeah, man. really lifts these songs yeah and once again this uh it hasn't happened it didn't happen a lot in sing star i mean oh you know I, I like to think that i can hold a tune um but oh especially when i was younger i could sing a lot better than what i could now um once again, one of those songs I was able to get Superstar to. Um, and that's a really big memory with the song. I believe in a thing called love. Superstar, much like Superstar. Superstar ranking. It was a moment where it's like, finally, like, <laughs> I got there. Um, it's just a, a great song. And honestly, watching the video, I watched the video about three times again, um, just while I was getting into the mood of the song. And it's, man, the naughties were weird. Um it's a it's a weird video but man that song absolutely hits um it's a tune uh, yeah, it's, it's an tune. absolute tune yeah uh it didn't come into my head when you said sing star but as soon as it started i was like yes yeah. and i think in a similar way like i think people would probably argue that i miss you blink 182 is the most iconic song yeah that yep. still yep. gets played of course but you but but we still hear that and yeah, the whole exactly. purpose of this is taking the trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. And that's a song that I didn't know was on the album. I probably forgotten about. And when you hit play, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that was yes. such a great song. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. Yep. What an absolute tune. Um, now 15, maybe, maybe, maybe my least favorite of, of the three okay. you brought forward so far. Uh, yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In terms of your honorable mentions, that's just my opinion. No, um, I get you. I, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I'll rattle on though, because I'm, nice. I'm I'm fast aware that we're yes. getting more and more we're into this, dead. and we're running out of time more and more. Give us now, now 16, sixteen, maybe my number one number one song, even if it's not maybe my my number one overall album. I'll save mm-hmm. that. I'll save mm-hmm. that thought till later. But man, there are some absolute tunes on this. I've written down five. Um, let's get it started. By Black, oh, Eyed Peas, Black Eyed Peas, which I actually think is a better song than Shut Up, but within the confines of this album. I think I can't I I can't just put Black Eyed Peas up there again, but the let's get it started. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have leave and then in brackets get out by Jojo. Can you hear that in your head? Oh, I can't hear that one. Get da, da, da. 
don't know the words. It's certainly one of those that you have to listen to. <laughs> I'll go back and listen to it. Yeah, There's go back a few on here. It. We have to go back and listen to it. And <laughs> uh, in, in my sort of number three place, I've put "Take Me Out" by Franz Ferdinand. Oh, good song. Take me out. Yes. Still, I'd say probably like a road trip song. Mm, and also, mm. I don't really know much about Franz Ferdinand. I probably thought they were a bit more modern than this. They may still be making music, but that's a. I feel like a lot of the songs on now is pop. It was kind of a pop album. And every Definitely. so often you kind yeah. of get a, a rock heavy or, or more in the rock genre song. You're like, oh yeah, this is refreshing. And again, not really my style of music, but take yep. me out. Great song. Nice. Um, number two, and the song that I associate most with this album, for some reason I've always remembered that this song is on the album, is The Reason by Huber Stank. Oh. I just want you to know. Yeah. Really sad music video. I found out a reason. Anyway, I love that song. It is nice. so sad in like a 2000s <laughs> way. Definitely one of those first songs of where I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm understanding what love and affection is and yeah. adoration. And Man, we were so angsty. We were so angsty. We were so but sad. If you think that's angsty, <laughs> the number one song Ooh. from Now 16, which I think is probably of my five albums, yep. the number one, number one song. And it is this absolute iconic tune. greatest songs of the 2000s in my singular opinion and when i came across this and i played it through i'm like this isn't just catchy song this isn't just nostalgic this is a great great song the music video is awesome it's still it still really resonates i feel like some of the sad songs on the now albums you're kind of like oh yeah those are a bit cringy sad but man she will be loved it still it still hits me i had goosebumps that whole time and i knew uh, it was coming i almost started crying Oh, yeah. I'm and, not even kidding. I covered my eyes. You couldn't yeah, see me, but I covered did, my eyes, did. people. Can confirm. I did. I really, I learned recently from Adam Levine, I think, that they wrote this song in like 45 minutes in a garage somewhere. Oh, my Lord. And just, it's, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say other than that She Will Be Loved yeah. is my favorite Maroon 5 song and I think is probably my favorite sad love song from that decade. And I, I for agree. me, it's my number one song across all all the albums um i could tell by your reaction it clearly hits home for you <laughs> it, it definitely hits home yeah that that's a great choice 
great choice. And once again, like you said, that kind of angst, you know, are kind of are kind of growing up with these uh, Naughties love songs. They hit they hit different, don't they, to to love songs now? They do. Um, and I think songwriting's changed. That's a whole different oh, conversation. For sure. But so listen true. to pop now versus pop then. I think back then there was a way greater focus on the lyrics. Now I think you can listen to pop songs and and they can be super catchy because yeah. uh, the way that electronic music can be the helped, rhythm, and stuff yeah, has yeah. changed so much. Yeah. But I think the lyrics nowadays generally are kind of crap compared to back then um, i hear you i hear you yeah good Beauty choice queen of only 18 oh. oh when that first line comes oh. in but yeah that's now 16 and for me as of the four i've done so far my favorite as a whole and having that as the number one i've got to say for me has, yep. has just has tanked a spot but take us into 17 yeah 17 uh now 17 2005 um once again just some 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 good ones um you know, starting it off with uh, maybe a bit, but uh, but off to the side. Get right, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Ooh. Lopez has kind of been uh, scattered, or I believe she's coming up a little bit more now. But yep, but a bit of J Lo in there. Um, swing, Savage. Now that that kind of hits hits different in the sense of I mean, you could still go to the club and you'll hear that every now and then for sure. Um, uh, since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson. Um, that one's still kind of kind of hits in its own way. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be Gavin DeGraw. Now, uh, okay, who go? I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I do anyway. I, I, once those one of those songs that just I I can hear it and it does it takes me back um to a place I don't know um but has i have an affiliation with once again um now these are my probably next top within the now 17 um it would once again be maroon 5 sunday morning oh yeah good song once again definitely deserves to be the top um but it is it is not but yeah just that that maroon 5 back then man just god it, it hit um, and then once again, one of my tops, uh, what you waiting for Gwen Stefani, but a bit of Gwen Stefani back then, eh? just, uh, she took over, she took over. She really did. Um, but I gotta say this top song, bit of a guilty pleasure, definitely a guilty pleasure for myself. Um, and yeah, look, uh, we'll just let it speak for itself. So my number one choice for now 17 is... To not make mistakes But I can't live that way Staring at the blank page before you Open up the dirty window Let the sun illuminate the words that you cannot find Reaching for something in the distance So close you can almost taste it Release your inhibitions Feel the rain on your skin No one else can feel it for you Ridden, Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, it's just one of those. It's just one of those songs, eh? Once again, I think very much a um, a movie sound soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I you get know. That. Yeah, um, I think 
Um, a big one for me. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was on recently. Um, I think it was. Oh, was it? Oh, I can't remember the one with Hilary Duff, and it's like that kind of Cinderella uh, story. I can't remember mm. what it's called. I called a Cinderella story. I, I think it is. I think it is a Cinderella story. Yeah, exactly. And that plays at the end when it's all like happy and ready, ready, rah. Um, I only know that because I was watching it the other day on TV, guys. Don't judge me. I don't watch that all the time. But, you know, I did used to watch that when I was younger. Um, but yeah, Unwritten Natasha Bedefield. Um, just, yeah, one of those songs. A guilty pleasure indeed. Yeah, when you played it. I mean, this is the thing. We've chosen our excerpts. Excerpts. And the it's, first I five seconds, it, yep. it took me a while. I was like, what is this song? And then yep. in the background, I heard the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. And then over the next 20 seconds, I was like, get to the chorus. <laughs> I want the chorus. Um, yeah, absolutely a great choice. And again, yep. one of those probably, I don't want to say forgotten songs, but one that you play and you're like, ah, oh, what a moment. There's something about that 2000s pop yeah. sort of, and I also found there's in some of the songs on these albums, there's real female empowerment in some of the songs. Oh, yeah. That, uh, I don't want to say doesn't exist in music now, that's absolutely not true, but there's some really, really strong female singer-artist songs on here. You spoke before about Kelly Clarkson. The mm. really powerful mm. songs that I've really true. enjoyed going back and, and listening to. So, yeah, a great a great number one choice from you there, for sure. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I would I would probably put it in that sense of, like, nostalgia, guilty pleasure at my top one that I've done so far. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if my it's my favorite playlist so far, yeah. but it's, it's definitely not the bottom, that's for sure. No, it's in that cluster. It's in that well, cluster. We'll move on to my final album, Now 18, which you've probably picked up on the messages is my favourite Now album ever. Now, I don't know if it's the best Now album ever, but as you were saying before about one of your earlier ones, I had this album. Um, It was gifted to me for my birthday by my sister and whatever year it came out. And so I just listened to all these songs so many times in a specific order as well. Because I think back then shuffle wasn't quite a big, such a big concept. No, you just run through. You just run through it. And Now 18, I'm just... You know what? I'm just going to read through the the whole. No, I'm not. There's a few. There's a few duds on there. But I've written a <laughs> lot of songs from it down. Now 18 included. Let me love you by Mario. Ooh. You should let me love mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the way you move by Body Rockers. Yo. Oh, just a. Don't funk with my heart by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. One of their very oh. very best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Behind these hazel eyes, Kelly Clarkson. Oh my Here gosh. I am once oh. again. I'm torn in pieces. Oh, yeah, so, so good. Uh, Lonely by Akon. Oh my oh. gosh. Other songs that, that didn't even make my top six, but I'd say are iconic songs, even if not necessarily good songs. Yep. yep Axel yep. F, Crazy Frog was Crazy this year. Frog. Yes. Uh, Schnappy was that year. Oh my god, I had this album. <sighs> I it's, had now it's, 18. It's it's just one of those ones. Yes. But I have to say, and I think you'll probably, if you had it, you'll probably know what my top pick is. Again, not necessarily my favorite song. Okay. Uh, an album and a, a an artist band that I didn't actually listen to extensively. And it's kind of one of those songs that I don't actually know the words from and as well as other people not. But I, I, I cannot argue that this is the most iconic song from Now 18, my favorite Now album. And it is 
this. Windmill, windmill for the land, the forever hand in hand. Take it all out on your stride, it is taking for in land. Love forever, love is free, let's turn forever, you and me. Windmill, windmill for the land, it's everybody in. It is the one, the only, Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz. Frick, I love that song. Just... It's so specific. Has su- yeah. Gorillaz has such a specific sound from that yeah. period. Yeah. And yeah, there's just something about that song kind of as a representation of Gorillaz, a group, a band that I kind of never really understood. I never quite like got into them in the same way that I know they released music recently and it was a big deal for lots of people. Yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was never really something that hit over me. But that song is so specific to that period of time that, yeah, as I said, I don't really know the, the the lyrics i don't know the song that well but i've probably heard it hundreds of times because oh, it's just definitely. iconic absolutely yeah. iconic yeah no I, I i'm i'm so there with you i i uh, when you were putting out that list i definitely had uh now 18 for sure definitely had now 18 um so i can understand why you wanted to uh do that album it was funny when we were saying we were going to do this he was like yep i've got i've got these ones i was like okay cool so that's cool that's fine that's don't fine. try and take 18 yeah it's just <laughs> one of those albums that I, I i must have listened to so many times yeah because yeah. i could just really uh, more obscure songs on that album that i again probably heard hundreds of times because having that cd at that time and not having that much music to listen to was super meaningful but that's my five for me i've got to say she will be loved from now 16 is my number one song from those nice. five albums but now 18 hits differently for me from a personal perspective oh, for and sure. in some ways i think maybe mine go in reverse order in my opinion i think 18 to 16 to 14 to 12 to 10 but mm-hmm. Not to cut out now, now 19, the last one, last but not least, let me know what you think about Now 19. Yeah, Now 19 is, I feel like when, you know, we were obviously getting a little bit older, music was slightly starting to change. And uh, yeah, that really like late 90s, early noughties was, was just starting to gear up, I guess. Um, honorable mentions, once again, Black Eyed Peas didn't make it to my top, but don't lie. Um, Black Eyed Peas, definitely there. Gwen Stefani, Hollaback Girl. Um, mm. Just, once again, coming through all the time. Um, don't you, Pussycat Dolls. Don't you, Pussycat Dolls. Ponder Replay, Rihanna. Wow, that was that early. That was that early, man. Yeah, so that would have been, yeah, 2004, early 2005. Yeah, Ponder Replay. Um, uh, a few honorable mentions, 1157 LMNOP. I chuck it in there because I just I just remember these songs. And once again, Kiwi representation in the, in the Kiwi now, that's what I call music. Um, 
little guilty pleasure, Voodoo Child, Rogue yeah. Traders. Hey there, baby, baby, you are my voodoo child, my voodoo child. It hits differently. Um, I, and I would say, oh no, another one, I completely forgot, Bonanza, Belly Dancer, Akon. Do you remember that one? Do you, I, I, do you, I think if you can sing it, I'll... Um, uh, oh, you know what? I was about to, and I completely lost it. Um, but, uh, I'll look it up. Oh, I won't forget. Oh, this hey baby, drop it now. Just wanna see you touch the ground. Yep. Don't be shy, go go bonanza. Shake your belly like a belly dancer. Yeah. So, Acon, boom. I I hope everyone's really appreciating our uh, botching of these songs. You know, it's it's a lot of fun to do. So I hope you're enjoying it as well. Um, another honorable mention, almost my top. Um, I kind of wish I had made it my top just so we could uh, have heard it. Um, but it's uh, Big City Life. Matter of fact. I, I kind of wish I had put this at my top now because um, you'll you'll know why in a second. Um, but yeah, Big City Life. It's just one of those songs. By. Once again, you know, once again, it just kind of it just, it just hits different, you know, it's different. But... To keep on trend, I think much from what now 18 uh, represented for us and what it brought forward, obviously me not knowing what that choice was going to be, uh, my top choice to end off the Now That's What I Call Music episode for Now 19 is... Through Honest, the little uh, steal of the show, the last did. two albums. Last two albums. I mean, it goes to show you out of the ten albums that we've done, Gorillas have made it on twice, and that's obviously because I didn't know you were going to pick that. You didn't know I was going to pick Gorillas, and it just goes to show you how Gorillas really hit that mid noughties yeah. for us. You know, yeah. like you said, I mean, uh, Feel Good might have not been your like favorite song, but it is one of those songs that just hits and everyone knows. And encapsulates and the sound of that period. Exactly. And for me, Dear does much the same. I, I, I loved um, Demon Days, uh, the, the Gorillaz album that both of these songs came from. Um, and Dear, I have a really big affiliation for as well because um, when I was at Glenmore Street, you you know Glenmore Street is a flat that uh, me and James used to be in. Um, I had an old flatmate, uh, Dylan, 
and he taught me how to DJ. Um, so I have dabbled in a bit of DJing before. And uh, Dylan, you're probably listening to this over in Sweden. Hey, mate. Um, stay in the wings, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll get you someday. Um, but I mixed um, with Deer, Gorillas, and I had this, this beautiful mix that I used to do uh, with two songs. I think the other song was a Flume song, I believe. Um, and it hit, it hit me really well. So I have an affiliation with the song. Dylan used to say that he used to really enjoy that mix as well. Um, so, I mean, that's now, that was only a few years ago, but definitely back, um, in the noughties with Demon Days and Gorillas, it was a sound and it's obviously come up a sound for us with the bros and brews today and these, uh, and these 10 albums. It's been so fascinating to see there are, there are some artists who have one song that, got onto these lists like yeah you know not not necessarily the winners all the time or the best the the picked number one song but you know here without you baby mm. three doors down mm. no other song would even come close no as an example one hit but wonder then, right one you hit, know the wonder yeah. wonders yeah. yeah but then there's some groups that black eyed peas atomic kitten blew yeah. through that first few albums true so true. many songs and it kind of goes to show the groups that were just constantly putting out music that were yeah. hitting their waves. And then sometimes these artists or bands would come along with just one hit wonders that would, would absolutely blow it out of the park. True. Um, I've gone massively over time, but I just <laughs> want to get your thoughts and, and in summary, your albums, my albums, key songs that jumped out, whether it was mine, yours, how you feel about the albums. Yeah. Yeah. I- I, I think, you know, I think we definitely kind of, I mean, we took our own approach with these, yeah. with our playlists, you know, and I, th- I appreciate that a lot. For me, it was very much, you know, figure out my top and then mention everyone else. I really like the way that you structured in the sense of like your, you know, your honorable mentions, but your tops, you know, I didn't really think about that when I was going, going through them. Obviously I did. I mentioned a few that were close to second place, but that's because I was really battling with who I wanted to be. Um, but honestly, I would still have to say my, my, out of my five guilty pleasure would still be unridden Natasha Bedingfield. Mm-hmm. It's once again, it's just that, it's just that guilty pleasure that's in the back of my mind out of all of these songs. I mean, I love Senorita. Um, I, I love, I believe in a thing called Love Dare and Tribute. Um, but I think out of that kind of naughty sound, nostalgia value, I'd have to go unwritten Natasha Bedingfield for, for my albums. Nice. Um, but definitely for you, the Maroon 5 pick on um, Now 18, I would have to say would be probably the top song out of all of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I've obviously made it apparent that was my my number one. You picked some <laughs> really good songs that I think if I looked at the artist's name and title of the song, I wouldn't have recognized, but yep. definitely that. Another one I have to shout is just Superstar by Jamelia. Oh, definitely. Because just Sing Star, that period was, was yep. so yep. so incredible. Yep. But I've been surprised by the number of songs on these albums that, are just great songs. Yeah. And we probably never, we never hear them. And no, you know, I'm always thinking of what music should I listen to? And, and I'm definitely going to be making a playlist of my favorite songs from these albums. Oh, to I agree. go back through and just listen to some absolute tunes. And we should say that we're definitely planning on coming back with the next 10 now albums oh, at some sure. point for down sure. the line. Um, but please let us know if, there, if there's any songs you think we missed out. If you agree with some of our top choices, if there's any of the the now 10 to 19s that you think were by far and away the best, because we're we're open to debate. We're ready to <laughs> to, to, to draw our proverbial swords and go into battle. Um, 
anything that you need to share from what are you watching that can't wait until next week? I have one story, but you know what? I can sit in the pipeline until okay. next week. But is there anything that, that is so pressing that happened this week with what you're watching that you, you think, oh, we must tell the people to start watching this now? Oh, every, uh, as I've been saying for the past few weeks, everyone has to catch up with WandaVision. I, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. It is the most sought out for streamed show in the world at the moment. And it crashed the Disney servers last week because of the really? amount of people that were trying to watch it. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, last uh, Friday's episode has just unraveled things and answered some things. And there were more questions. And I just look, I, 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 and or, honestly, from an acting point of view, um, Olsen and Bettany are amazing. I, I just just from pure pure acting and skill on screen and and what they're doing with their characters and what they're portraying, it's amazing. It's a really amazing to watch and watch their craft and they're absolutely beautiful together. Um, but definitely, I think the last episode, um, episode eight previously on, is Emmy worthy for sure. Wow. Yeah. I almost started last night, but the kind of COVID stuff took over and i sort of stopped <laughs> being in the mood fair to enough. watch start a new show but no, fair it'll enough. happen trust La- me it'll yep. happen no last episode next week so if, if you haven't caught up get ready for spoilers because they're definitely going to be coming um so if you can catch up quickly half an hour to 40 minutes an episode some of them are quite short so easy to catch up on but honestly that's my last one i'll have a big talk about it at some point when it's all done but watch it catch up before the last episode next week nice one bro um, I really enjoyed this week, man. That was oh, so, much fun, was so to, much fun to go back through. We yep. hope you, the listener, have, have enjoyed it, especially if you're probably within our age bracket going through memory lane. And, and if you're in a younger bracket or an older bracket, we hope there have also been some songs that have have you you have remembered from your age period mm. and you understand like where we're coming from from our early 2000s vibe but we'll be back with our our now music rewind at some at some stage particularly a few of the listeners get in touch and let us know that you enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it let us know and we'll we'll consider that to be constructive feedback <laughs> true and um should should we let the listeners know what's happening next week uh yes oh yes we should we should yeah, we, do, um, we don't want to leave them in suspense we don't want to leave them in suspense uh yes my my girlfriend fran and i we are we are moving houses uh, we're moving to a lovely little one bedroom place and next sunday is moving day Ooh. and so the saturday sunday monday is going to be a big hassle of admin so matt and i have made the executive decision to take a week off have a break. Take a week off. Have Just a little have a break. break. Um, it's been nice to do seven episodes on on the trot. Mm-hmm. Um, but unlike last year, where we did however many thirty episodes back to back to back to back, <laughs> giving ourselves permission to take breaks this year yeah, for when sure. there are you know periods of time where it's just not worth the the time and effort that goes into it so yep. next week will be a little break week uh fingers crossed there might be something special the week after that um we're still in the pipeline planning that but yes next week will be a week off uh i know even our most avid listeners are uh working their way through the the back catalog so yeah no this excuses. is catch up season you've got this a week catch to, up. to catch up <laughs> yeah um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, have a little week off, spend some time doing something else. I will come back to you uh, in our next episode. We'll be all moved into this new place and surely with some stories stories to tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little week off for us, which will be nice. Nice. Thank you for this week, bro. Thank you for listening no, to our you. little rewind down down now music. The, uh, the 2000s. What a time oh, to be, what to a be time. alive. So I would good. say we should finish the episode with some sort of music outro 
from the now albums but honestly there's been so so many tunes that it would take us too long to decide true so we'll stick with we'll, we'll stick, stick with, with the usual one. music yeah but we encourage you to go out there and listen to now 10 11 12 13 40 50 60 17 18 and 19 and matt all that's left to be said is we will see you next time peace Stuck in the ground.